In order for electricity to flow properly, it first must be connected to a powerful source. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduce to you The Plug, People Living Under Grace, a podcast that's designed to connect all of us to the God of our salvation through His Son, Jesus Christ. Dive in with us weekly as we talk about hot topics such as families, relationships, politics, you name it, we talk about it. So grab your popcorn, grab your favorite friend or your loved one, because the plug is on, and get ready to get plugged in. You're listening to The Plug, People Living Under Grace. I'm Joseph A. I'm Dominique Sawadis. I'm Sharday B. I'm Brian B. What are we doing? Yes. Don't start, Dominique. On the agenda for the day. This is a hot mess. Oh, I didn't turn my camera off. It's a mess. Just know. It's a hot mess all around the apartment. I need to pack it up. When do y'all move? Uh, probably Friday. Okay, Friday. That's what I'm going to plan for because I work tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. And so does my husband. And I'm working 12s all those days. Uh, right. that's, that's, so that's how's fair. it been going as far as sleep, your function of... Oh, the- so I'm training in the daytime. Okay. So I work 8 to 8.30. Not okay. bad. And this job is not emotionally draining like my other one. So I'm finding myself being in a better mood than mm-hmm. I was when I worked at the other place getting off here. Mm-hmm. You look blessed. Do I? <laughs> Thanks. As I'm eating my fried pork. You're listening like to favorite? the... <laughs> Bless my and highly favorite. Bless and highly favorite. <laughs> I can't. I'm just overwhelmed by right. everything that's happening. You're listening to The Plug, People Living Under Grace. I'm Joseph A. Dominique Sawadis. Sharday B. Z. Now I'm just trying to be funny, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like she make it up for her husband. She got to do Easy. I'm done. Okay. Now y'all clowning me about my extra um, initials on my name. And a super duper. AJ. The super duper. That's my name, Joseph AJ. What do you mean? No, because you caught us off guard with that. No, I actually, if you listen, if you listen to the episode. I wasn't listening. I obviously wasn't listening. Obviously you weren't. I just knew my cue to come in. (laughs) Yeah, that Brian took over for you. Shout out to Uncle B. I know. Yeah, I can't believe we're doing the season finale without him. This is not, this is, but he's out in the community. Yeah, he's working. Working, working, working day and night. Is that how the song goes? Being a fisher of men. He probably definitely is. <laughs> Brian is a witness on his job. I'm certain. <laughs> you said I'm started. I'm certain. Very certain, yeah. Oh, very certain on that. That's, that's, that's interesting. I um the Bible says, let your light so shine. <laughs> and how many of us can honestly say like we sh- we spread the light of Christ on our jobs? me same here especially because i'm working in a hospital all the infection covid everybody ah. mm-hmm. i have this one coworker. bless her heart every room we go into mind you i've been training on the cancer unit 
She's like, oh my God, get your mask. Get your, not my mask, but the face shield. I'm like, <laughs> cancer is not contagious. Wait, but. do you have to get the, do, you, do you look like a hazmat worker when you go in? Yes, into- <laughs> with that and the mask, because the mask for sure doesn't come off at all. We are not allowed to take it off at all in the hospital. I'm so I'm like, okay, whatever, but girl, calm down. <laughs> no weapon for it against me shall prosper. But I think it's more so for the patients, not for you. It's it no. <laughs> At least I would think so. Like I honestly that's am, not the spirit she coming from. She like He's real. I have uh, right. Like, why do you work know, at a hospital? Well, cancer is not contagious, so that's. It's not. And I'm okay. Shoot. Plead the blood. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, I make it my business to make sure that I plead the blood in the classrooms that I go into, and every child that I'm working with, whatever, or family, because my fa- my role is more so in the community now. I'm mm-hmm. like, Lord, I don't know, but you do. <laughs> And sometimes I've had to come come out of my, I guess, my worker role. It was a family that had a loss in their family um, when their oldest son was um, shot. And our school just like really, we really do a lot of outreach in our school to be considered to be like a, a definite um, public school. We do a lot of outreach for people, especially for families who have lost loved ones and lost from traumatic, tragic experiences. And so, you know, making sure that families are are taken care of and make sure they have everything good. But sometimes you have to come out of your your job title role and just be a light in the middle of darkness. And you know what? When I worked for CPS, as soon as a client will say anything about God, oh, I was like, yes, because we're not allowed to bring it up, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What if I say? No, I've been praying. Oh, you have been. What you been meditating on? <laughs> what scripture you been on? Let me give you some scriptures and meditate. <laughs> I used to love it. It's God always. Today, I didn't bring it, it up. <laughs> it incur- right. And it's, it's, and God, I think God will definitely, God, the Holy Spirit definitely leads us in that aspect of things because we have to use wisdom. Um, and being understanding of people's cultural differences are definitely different. But if they bring up and they open up the door with it, you know, and just be, you know, here we are, we here, we here, and we doing it. I loved it, but that was a bias I had to check because I'll never forget the first time I heard a client say he couldn't go to rehab because I just don't do this God thing. And my heart was like, no, <laughs> but I couldn't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I found myself close to the end of me being at that job, like advocating for people who's not into religion, you know what I mean? But we've taken their kids and they have to do right. something, some sort of rehab to get them back. Like everybody's yeah. not into that. And it just is what it is, you know? But I know I used to also tell my coworker, like every client of mine was strategically assigned to me to mm-hmm. teach me something and for me to pour something into them. You know what yeah. I mean? So I tried not to complain because we are all in a rotation, you know? Yeah. I tried not to complain when I was assigned to somebody because there was a reason why, you know? And I'm like, at the end of the day, they're the privileged one because they have me who can pray and intercede for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And it gives you the opportunity to operate in the spirit more as well. You know, we don't have to always be beating them down or beating the situation down with the bible we can definitely be interceding 
on their behalf, you know, and they not even know, then I think that's where the Bible talks about, you know, when we go into your prayer, when you pray in secret, God rewards you openly. And then people say also, you know, go in your prayer closet. That's, that's your closet where you can go into that place where nobody can find you. And it doesn't matter what's going on around you. You're still able to really just intercede on the behalf of those that you're around. And even if you're not around anybody, it just has to be for you. Right. It's a great but I like that. when you said like to operate in the spirit, because I think I mentioned it in a uh, episode earlier this season about how uh, Pastor Michael Todd like really helped me get the revelation of the fruits of the spirit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the Holy Spirit is supposed to help us do those things. You know yeah. what I mean? Love, joy, peace, long suffering, all that. You know what I mean? Um, so we are able to display that to the people we work with because we have the Holy Spirit in us. Who's, you know? Right. And the Lord, does it get tried? Listen, right? the fruit them, of the spirit with the deacon. The fruit of the spirit, because there's only one fruit. That <laughs> patience one. Listen, listen. It's the it's the long suffering for me. Yes, that Come one through. too. It's long suffering for me. I'm like, yo, huh. what are we doing here? Like, what's happening? And it's not even. You know, it's crazy. And it's the crazy part about it is it's not even a long suffering. It's not even as big of a deal as we make it out to be. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. That's what it is. It's not even a big deal. It's just something that (laughs) buffers at your flesh. And it's God is trying to get out of you. And it just takes the breath out of you sometimes. Like, why do I got to do all this? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I know for me, I know I can't. So I'd be like, Lord, no. I know it's, it's going to be you because it's not going to be me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being for real. I'm like, what did Jesus say, Lord, if it's another way? Uh, Listen, remove this bit can of we, cup. Can we do it that me. way? <laughs> it's going to be him. Over. That's why he's going to get the glory. Because it was if it was my choice, that wouldn't have been my choice. No. Listen. Long suffering, having or showing patience in spite of troubles, especially those caused <laughs> caused by other people. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't like it. But you know what's crazy? If we just tell God yes and and really mean yes for real, for real, I really think that He'll just. Okay, let me tell you. Because my testimony kind of goes with this. So I've been holding out and not telling the plugins that we about to buy a house. Like we coming with sounds next season for real. Yes, yes, we need all the sound effects on that. So we have gone through, and I've mentioned it before in other episodes, we've been in escrow twice where we were, our offer was accepted and we were going through the process of getting the loan submitted and all the extras. So anyway, fast forward to this house. I wrote, so my dad has this box in church, a prayer request box. We all fill them out, whatever, you know. Um, My dad said he's constantly praying over that box. He tells us we should be praying, standing in agreement with the prayers in this box, right? So once I saw that everything was flowing the way it was supposed to with this house, 
I went back and I dug out my prayer request that I put in there probably like two years ago. And it said that I wanted God to move in a supernatural way to bless my family with a three bedroom, two bath home with a big kitchen, a backyard, a garage, um, and close to Winco and Target. Winco is our grocery store. Love that grocery store, it's humongous. And everybody knows about Target. Love that store too. I'm glad I'm not the only one that goes to Target. That's glad. Love it. But then I'll be going back to Walmart and I'm like, I know. Oh, but then the raggedy carts and I'm like, Target. Yes. Target. Target, where you at? But I'm saying, if I got to go there, I go, but no Walmart. No. Do you, so you don't go to Walmart? I don't like going. I, I try to avoid Everybody it. goes I do, to Walmart. I'm not going to lie. I go to the next city. Thank you. It's just so much. That part. And you got to go through so many carts. Target, the first though. one is just move. Everything. And then Target it tells is. you what you need every time. Every time. It really does. Target. Everything I, speaks to you. Like, right everything. Here. Yes. I'm here. Okay, so let me finish. I see you. So the other two homes that we were in escrow with did not check any of these things that I put on my prayer request, right? But it was all. But those those homes was bad though. They were nice. They were. But bad. it was all me, me forcing it, it me trying you. to find a realtor, me trying to do get the lender, me all the extras, me on Zillow set up to sundown scrolling, trying to find me. It was not God at all. This house we got, my brother was randomly over here scrolling on Instagram and saw that his friend posted this house that didn't even make it to the market yet. The girl was cleaning it out before she put it on the market. The day she was supposed to put it on the market, she had already accepted our offer and we were in what we consider escrow, waiting to sign. It has every single thing I put on that prayer request. Everything down to the location. Everything. My kids' schools down the street. The kitchen. Bomb. Once the lady did post it, like a lot of her post about the house was about how lavish the kitchen was. <sighs> so the long suffering was something real. <laughs> and as soon as I got out of my head and was like, you know what? Lord, have your way. I'm about to make my apartment, my home. It is what it is. When it's your time, then I'll move. That's when my brother randomly came over here and showed me this Instagram post. And that house, for the price she had it, and just, it's built in 2015. The price, location, all of that. That house would have went like this if it had hit the market. So. That's what's up. The yeah. favor of the Lord is upon me. Congratulations. Now, when the favor of the Lord, when you continue to when you continue to say that scripture, the favor of the Lord is upon me. No, it says the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach. I'll be there for that one. Because I'm waiting, I'm waiting for you to, to, to release your first sermon. Yes, evangelist. Yes, evangelist. I mean, oh, let me listen, tell you. listen, listen, too. So. <laughs> listen, Linda. This prophet, <laughs> I don't know if I told you that I tell you about this prophet telling us about. She sees us in the cul-de-sac. Mm -mm. Yes, I remember that. The house is in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> I'm like right at the tip of the cul-de-sac. Like the street turns into my driveway. Wow. And I kept thinking about what this prophet says. She sees us in a cul-de-sac 
and all these young couples around us coming to us for marital advice. And I was like, what? So I was on the phone talking to my mom and like describing the house. And I was like, yeah, it's in the cul-de-sac. And it, the Holy Spirit reminded me of what that prophet said. And I started crying. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm yeah. I'm so, so happy for y'all. And you saying that, you reminded me of something that I said to Jay, but I'm saying it for everybody listening that yeah. um, God will never give you anything that will not require him. <laughs> And it was so much of me. As oh, I eat, as I eat the Spanish rice right now because it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. So the, I know. It's amazing. I'm going to send it to you through the, um, through the thing. No, I made some already. Oh, I need you to send me some through. Cause it's, yeah, because I know. chopped up like Portuguese sausage, chicken, vegetables, sazon, all that. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't like it right now. We do this need to do For Thanksgiving, we for sure need to do an episode with us all cooking. That would be nice. Preferably recording it during my school break. <laughs> when is school break? Um, I don't know. We're out that whole week. Thanksgiving. Maybe we should do it then. We'll do we can what? talk about cooking. We can talk about that afterwards because I don't feel like editing that part out. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be dope. Hold that placeholder, Dominique. Don't forget that thought. Yeah. Grace, what? I was going to ask her, did she be cooking? I know Brian, Brian be over there throwing down. Ask her, she cook for Thanksgiving? They both be throwing down. I be seeing them cooking them chicken wings. Oh, I cook because Brian was in denial of being able to cook. <laughs> so now he's, he's, he, it's registering like I'm the cook. So I know it sounds crazy, but he's the cook of the house. However, I've been it for a minute now. <laughs> so he's just not coming into his craft of I'm the cook. Now, Thanksgiving, you know, they picky. So we just now coming into everything, but it's everything that they want. Not like the whole <laughs> bang, bang, like what you think it is. It's still Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. It's just, oh, that's nice. Like, like what they the like. Kids' favorites. Yeah. That's so cute. That is cute. My kids would mess around and have pizza and burgers, <laughs> french fries. I'd be like, we having a turkey, stuffing, Listen. cornbread, collard greens, <laughs> macaroni and cheese. I'm like, if we don't do turkeys. We don't do the turkeys. I like the um rotisserie chickens or a steak. Like, I, I try to different. Like, yeah. My husband got a smoker. Mm. Job gave him, gifted him a smoker. So I think we're going to try to smoke this turkey. Yes. That's going to be good. My mom also elevating now. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm about to move y'all. I'm so, I'm okay. so happy for you. What are we talking about today? What are we, so, this is the season finale. Like, what are we doing? Season finale. We So first of all, I was telling Charday, I was like, yo, sis, this is the first season that we have had no guests on this show at all. We didn't. No. We've been holding it down alone. We've been holding it down. We contact our godfather, Mr. Scott. I know, but he's out, he's busy, but he's going to be back for season four. Yeah, he putting in work. He's putting in work for real with his with his ebooks. Shout out to Mr. Yeah. Scott. Yes. And his episodes are still on our podcast platforms as well. He gave us permission to use it. So that was kind of like some placeholders because we were it's the summertime, you know, no no strings attached to summertime. So you know how we do, we we pretty much reflect on season finale. So Grace and Rejection was actually Grace Unlocked 
was our first episode. And for those that don't remember, Sade can bring some light because I know she lives with the man. Oh, she looks at me crazy. She don't know what I was about to say. Sade for sure can bring the light. Bring I'm the sure light. she land next to... <laughs> I'm sure that's what the pillow talks about. <laughs> Keep it clean. Keep it mute, Dominique. Anyway, <laughs> Grace Unlocked was our first episode on the plug for this season of season three. And pretty much to start off, we had our what we had our post-production or pre-production meeting and planning and what God was leading us. And Brian was like, you know, I think we should talk about grace a little bit more. So everything that you guys have heard from us has been nothing but grace. Um, and so Grace Unlocked is pretty much was our first episode for the season. Mm-hmm. And I let Dominique have that one. What do you think about Grace Unlocked when you hear unlock? Because it, it definitely unlocked for you. It's unlocked for for all of us but the manifestation of it hits a little bit differently but your grace unlocked was de- like twofold was it i'm just thinking of revelation like it was twofold you got getting... the car from the navy federal you said the last time what does that have to do with grace i was gonna say that i mean grace and finances grace... oh i'm sorry grace grace unlocked the favor right, of god I'm just, i just got His revelation unmerited... of just grace in general his unmerited that, favor. I was episode. talking. So I guess we want to keep that one to grace, grace and finances. I'm just talking about like the the physical manifestations of things, like the unmerited favor of God. Like that was him bestowing right. grace upon you. But and... you just switched over into the next episode. I thought you were oh asking God. me what did grace unlock me. So I, right. I was like, I started it talking gave me a revelation. Okay, <laughs> I started talking ahead of myself. I'm sorry, plugins. I started talking ahead of myself. Go ahead, Dominique. Perfect. Tell the people. Per usual, to go ahead, Dominique, and tell the people what is grace unlocked. To me, I just got a revelation, a deeper revelation of what grace meant in general. It was not just a fancy word we use in the kingdom. Like, there's significant meaning behind it, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's what that episode did personally for me. That's all you got? Like, that's what I got. <laughs> Because it's one thing for us to be like, the plug, the plug, people loving their grace. Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. But where does grace? <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> you know, right. I feel like that's where it stemmed from, you know. So I think just us having that episode gave me a better revelation of what grace was, you know. It's not just a cute name that Jay came up for the show. Like, <laughs> 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 Meaning. <laughs> Um, Grace has definitely been a life changer for me, like a game changer in every area of my life. And um, just the understanding that grace is not a doctrine, but a person and it's Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ and um, his finished work on the cross. It's God's undeserved, unearned, unmerited favor. And so the understanding of Jesus dying on the cross and um forgiving of us of our sins past present and future that's like a game changer for me because you know I walked around with condemnation I walked around with fear I walked around with you can even say depression I've walked around with it all and even um what is that um generational curses all of that and so uh digging into it seeking God for it the understanding of it and everything fell off everything fell off like I, I I literally walk in the pace of grace with everything because it's not by my work it's not by what I'm gonna do 
I'm gonna get it done is what I'm saying, but I don't have to sweat. I don't have to toil. I don't have to do all this. It's on me. Like, like you were saying, Dominique, it's on me, what I was trying to do. And it doesn't turn out the way it needs to turn out. And so when you just allow God to do, do what he gonna do, everything is gonna work out in your favor. And so it's just been a game changer for my, my marriage, my parenting, um, my relationships, my life as a stay-at-home mom, homeschooling, all of that. Like everything financially, all of that has been a game changer for me because I've literally given it to him. And I've been like, okay, Lord, give me wisdom on all of this because I don't know. I thought I knew, but I don't know how to do none of this. So show me your ways. And I mean, it's, it's just been a game changer for me. So understanding that um, I definitely walk more in grace now. Right. Grace, <laughs> I know we got, we definitely need to get some, some sound effects. <laughs> too. Oh gosh. Grace unlocked. I, when I think about grace unlocked, I think about the fact that I, that God in his, his unmerited favor towards us. It's not, like you said, Shade, it's not earned. It's not deserved. It's just his free gift to us. Christ mm-hmm. is grace. Um, and what it also means for me is I have to be a little bit, I have to show a little bit more grace to myself because I can be very, very hard on myself and, and has conversations, you know, talking about it on the plug and stuff like that. I dealt and still, I'll be honest and transparent, I still deal with a lot of wishing that I didn't make certain decisions in my past that have led me up to this point that I have to now either weed through or kind of like, okay, God, I definitely need you in this one because I got myself into this, but I know that your grace is sufficient. So it's, it's, a, it's caused me to be a little bit more gracious for towards myself because I'm my worst critic on everything everything and also to give grace I said it in the beginning I think of this season I said to give grace to the graceless and I said it as a joke because we all have God's like God we all experience some form of his grace whether we you know believe it or not um but what I mean by giving grace to the graceless, I mean giving grace to those who really, as the Bible will say, pray for those that despitefully use you. And, you know, giving grace to the point where not to make sure, not to be a pushover, but, you know, doing what Christ would have you to do and following the path that he would have you to handle certain situations. So I think that's for me is definitely for grace unlocked unlocking the grace within myself to towards myself and not being so hard on myself if that makes sense mm-hmm. so it's a lot with that but it's a process and like Charlie said God will not allow you to go through something that doesn't require him and that's the hard part because like you said Dominique it's like we want to be like we want to be in a in a role of taking them by the horns and do what we want to do oh let me help God in the process I just want to help the Lord out a little bit <laughs> like help you know, God my mom used to always say when you see people when you see people working around you don't you just be sitting there like ask if they need help so <laughs> I've been treating God like that like okay this is what's got to be done what you need me to do? like <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I want you to seek me first. Right. In my righteousness and all these things we added to you. That's what I want you to They need to show yourself and it's hard. And it's not a, I don't want to say it's hard, it's a challenge. And it's not a challenge for our spirit, man. It's a challenge for our flesh to be under subjection of the Holy Spirit because we want things now, but we serve a God that sits outside of time. <laughs> so no matter when he does right. it, it's still on time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, grace and rejection. Sade. <laughs> so you got to give me a little refresher. <laughs> so grace and rejection. You want me to read the, the, the show notes? I think I talked about like old relationships. Yes. Um, easiness of rejection, but how God, God's divine read. So grace and rejection is God's divine redirection. So how we've been through certain things, we've experienced rejection from people, whether it's relationships, whether it's friendships, whether it could be parents, um, but it was all in something God redirecting us back to him. Because ultimately that's his goal is to make sure that we are fully in a direction or in a path to be directed back to him. So that's what that was. Shade, you got it? So I'm, um, we just recapping? Recapping. This is season finale. <laughs> just recapping. Okay. You know how we do for the season finale. We did it last time with Dominic's parents. Yo, your dad should be like we did actually. Um, you <laughs> you don't listen to the podcast. That's why. Did yeah, y'all be there. pause? Did y'all <laughs> did y'all hear the ladies' edition? No, I, I'm not gonna lie. No, so I, I did a I did a clip I did a clip on it. What What do you mean you did a clip on it? I did the Missy Elliott. The unsolicited. The unsolicited. I did a Missy Elliott clip of ladies. You got to watch. You got to listen to it. Hey, ladies. Right. (laughs) 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 The one time Sade don't don't listen to it. But Grace and Rejection. Grace and Rejection, guys, redirection. Um, 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 I cannot remember what I was talking about, but I'm quite sure it was something that had to do with my life, my childhood, most likely, possibly. Um, but I think that was a good one because I like, not that it's a, I like reflecting back because I think about where God brought me from. So, um, it's just a reminder of what he's done in my life and how he does literally gets the glory and how he's kept me even in situations I didn't even know he was keeping me. And so, um, you know, when you're in situations where you think um, you're you are being rejected or he's redirecting you, but you don't see it. It's just amazing on the um, other side. I guess you could say when you on the other side, it's like, man, you were doing you were orchestrating all of this and I didn't know it. And it worked out for my good. And so I don't look at anything as a negative thing because, you know, people come into our lives for a reason. Things happen in our lives for a reason. Um, Some of it very well may be by our decisions that we've made and we think it's a mistake and stuff like that. But nothing is ever a mistake. Nothing is ever a loss to God. And so um, anything that we think that we're losing, he gives back tenfold. And so um, I can definitely say that um, I feel like I was losing a lot in my life. And not only that, even with him, um, our relationship with God, it was just, um, it had became distant at a time because I'm like, listen, what is life? What are we doing? (laughs) 
like Dominique say, what are, what's going on? What are we doing? <laughs> so, so um, he redirected me because I was definitely going on my own path. Um, however, he was with me. He didn't leave me or forsake me. And so. Amen. That's what I got. I really didn't notice that I said that all the time. <laughs> I said long suffering people. <laughs> yeah because you'll be in a quick life so what are we doing Jay? Like, i always got something going on you know i got all these kids <laughs> don't say that because we got the same amount of kids but it'd be later so yours is like winding down you know mine i just got out of school they like what's up i ain't seen y'all all day they arguing and fighting about stupid stuff <laughs> i gotta mute myself and holler at kids like jesus the dog going psycho because he ain't seen them all day oh yeah they just canceled football practice. Why? The air quality is bad. There's like ashes flying all over the place. The fires. They keep my we, freaking car clean for nothing. They oh. said that we were getting some of the fire, the the smoke. Yeah. Coming this way. Well, from mm-hmm. us? Yes. Hey, sorry. <laughs> I thought of, I, and I, you know, I thought about Dominique when they said it on the radio. I was like, that doggone Dominique. I do. <laughs> it's insane i don't remember it being like this when i was like Mm -hmm. community college younger like there was not this many fires and it's like getting to the point where people are moving from this state because it's just ridiculous Mm. it's amazing how you hear all about the fires and then you don't hear about them and then it's like does california have more land to burn where are these people going to go Right. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. People are leaving the state. Has that ever been a concern for you? Just out of curiosity, not in, in the Paradise Fire was. The Paradise Fire. Like, I could see it from my balcony. That's how close we were to it. Oh, wow. Um, My dad had to get, my dad was evacuated. Mm -hmm. And the fire stopped, like, literally maybe a mile before it got to my dad's house. Wow. And my dad has a shopping problem. I thought the spirit of spending (laughs) for myself was bad. My father, y'all, he had a room in his house that was set up like a store, like a clothing store. Like legit has racks throughout the entire room of clothes. And he said he just kept thinking about his clothes and praying that God was going to make that fire stop. <laughs> That's all his clothes would have been gone. Yes. It's like wow. legit, he could just put a tag on all his stuff and he would have a store. Wow. It's clothes and shoes. He has like that. But the Lord saved all his stuff and God. still about to get settlement money because they. A lot of people who are affected are suing the electricity company out here. Mm -hmm. So people are getting broke off from settlements. And my dad is in that group of people because he was, um, what do they call it? Displaced? Mm. He had to move. move. Right. (laughs) (laughs) For for weeks, yeah. Oh, so he was evacuated for weeks? Yes. Get out of here. Weeks. He was living in the church building. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because of the fire. They was not letting people up there. Horrible. Get out of here. They had lost their electricity, everything. But tell me why my dad's food and stuff was still cold in his refrigerator. Nothing went bad. <laughs> All his clothes were intact. Nothing. That was God. I need your dad's faith. <laughs> that was, he, he prayed over that house before he left. Mm-hmm. True story. I know somebody who actually prayed over ice cubes. Like they were doing, they were having dinner and they prayed over everything, like the food, even the ice cubes. And everybody had had their drinks or whatever. The second, the third dinner was done, and then one of the pastors was like, "Y'all, look at the ice cubes in the classes. Everybody still had ice. <laughs> it never melted. Yeah. Like that's the type of power. Yes, but Are that you? type of power comes at a cost. <laughs> Tried and true. Like that. That's a whole different. That's a that's a Enoch almost walk with God." <laughs> Like, yo, yep. your food, and how long, and he, you said weeks, right? He was this way yeah. for weeks, and the stuff was still cold. Yep. Nothing but God. Right. I think for me, or Grayson, you done? No, I was just going to say, thanks, Dad, for passing it down. <laughs> yes, the mantle. The mantle is still fresh, and it flows right. heavy. Right. It fully flows heavy. Grayson, rejection for me, um, even aside from what I had shared, then I remember, but I don't. I was in church yesterday and I was just, we were doing the sound system. And one of the things that kept playing in my head, Sade was saying last week, you know, that movie will play in your head and then it'll, it'll start to play at the most inopportune times. And you just be like, okay, God, I need you to help me change my thoughts. Like the movie of your current situations or the movie of the what if factors. And you just don't know what's happening. And so that movie started to play. And there was a song um, that I was playing while we were setting up the sound equipment. And I think it was Ja'Kalen Carr's Jehovah Jireh. And I don't know if y'all have heard that song, but that song is like, yeah, I got iPhone. So I can, I'm going to send y'all the playlist that I created for my church. And, um, but that song is on there. And one of the things, one of the parts of the song that says, when will he ever um, fail you? And the choir comes and they say, never, you know? And I reflect back, God brought me back in my memory to being a child and being rejected, that I felt rejected by my dad. And even being reminded of my parents being separated and how my mom felt some type of rejection towards or from my dad as well. And in that God brought back to my present situations, and I say situations in plural, he said the same way that I made sure that you guys were good when you were going through whatever, you know, everything that you're going through in Virginia before you moved to Connecticut, I'm going to do that for you and the rest of your generation. That's going to come from you. I'm always going to be your provider, your defender, your, you know, carrier. I'm always going to carry you through even your bloodline. I'm always going to carry you through. And it almost, it almost, it almost broke me down in tears because I'm just like, God, you're so right. And I start reflecting back, like he's been there for every, every eighth grade, you know, event or high school, whatever, or, you know, even in college and so on and so forth. Even when my mom was wondering like, if she's going to be able to make ends meet and have to get another job and support us and, you know, things weren't flowing right. God has always been there, even in the midst of 
being rejected, it was God's redirection because he always wants to keep us focused on him. And so that's what I got from, from that. And even now just reflecting of, from yesterday, I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. <laughs> I, I may not see you, <laughs> but I definitely hear you. And I see what you're doing because you're reminding me of the past that you've done it before. And I know you'll do it again. I thank God for like strategically allowing us to experience rejection because we have enough faith to break the generational curse. Yeah. Because certainly our parents experienced rejection as well or whoever before us and kept passing it down. But it stopped when it got to us, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, thanks God. it's crazy Mm. it's crazy and i i I deal i deal for me personally i deal a lot with projection um projecting what i've gone through onto my kids we talked about that on ladies night that was me yeah i remember (laughs) speaking of uh, grace and what was it grace and submission um because I wasn't on that. Brian and I weren't on that. Brian and I were not on that episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I do, the, I do the same thing. I do. I do the same thing. I definitely do the same thing. And I see certain things and certain behaviors and certain potential scenarios. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I start to overwhelm myself because I'm like, I don't want them to go through that. I don't want them to feel that. Oh my gosh, like it's supposed to stop with me. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? And I'm realizing that I'm projecting my hurts mm-hmm. on them because what hurt me might not hurt them the way it hurt me, but I can help pray them through. This is, I just got this right now. I have helped pray them through it. Even if they don't know what's happening, I can still pray them through it because I know what it, I lived it. I have the wisdom for it but I can pray them through it and allow God to focus them and get them to where he need to be in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It is. Because my projection like... can cost me my marriage. I'm like, you know what? But you <laughs> my know, kids it's... ain't about to have the same narrative I did. But Let my, me just call it quits. My, <laughs> my, aunt Bobby, my Aunt Bobby said to me the other day, because we have this thing as parents where our children come from us and we feel somewhere in our head if we be honest we feel like we have because we have a title and a right to them when truth be told god gave them to us and we're to be good stewards over them like we're supposed to be good stewards over our finances over our families over our marriages over our relationships whatever so on and so forth but my aunt got one me one day she was like you have to understand that when they're with or when they're not with you, God is still going to cover it. He's still going to provide it and he's still going to make ways. Remember, God loaned them to you. They, they belong to you, but they don't belong to you. And when I changed my perspective of it, I was just kind of like, I guess that does make sense. Because <laughs> it does make sense. But it's the flesh that's just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that I trust. Like, do you trust him? Everything, literally, literally. And look, I just told the kids the other day. I was like, I know you better than you know yourself, and God knows you better than I know you. 
So that being said, right. he's gonna help me. He's gonna help me on the things I can't see, or even what I can see, because my 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 um my vision can still be, you know, blurred blurred lines. So I'm just like, all right, Lord, show me everything. At the same time, though, I do, you know, you know your kids. Right. And it's like, how, how does she know? They be doing stuff like how she know. Because mm-hmm. I know now. <laughs> And, um, and and also to add what you just said, Shade, God loves them more than we love them. Of course. And that's okay. That's you know right. what I'm that's okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad to know that. No, seriously. <laughs> like for real. Because that just that lets that just takes some load off. Like, thank mm-hmm. you that you love them more than I do, and that you're gonna have them when I'm not there. Or when I when I am there. Because something still can happen even with me being there. So mm-hmm. right. Let's talk about this prayer I did. Um, <laughs> I out loud prayed for my kids as I was dropping them off at school today. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. Thank you, Lord, for your hands of protection around mm-hmm. them. Yes. Who knows? You gonna be watching over them at this school. Yes. Not me. I'm going to the house to put my hair in. So <laughs> 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 I need you to look after them, Lord. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I should have been packing, but you know. You look like you ain't packing not nothing. No, I got a whole little gold pen with a little diamond top that I'm assigned with. So when the deacon takes photos, he needs to zoom in to this <laughs> swoop bang and my pen <laughs> as I'm signing. The loan docs <laughs> to this house. You better get the angles right too. I'm having an attitude. Right. And I'm just gonna keep pretending to sign until it's right. <laughs> you need to practice tonight. Right, right back. Angles matter. Yes. Angles do matter. Either which way. They do. They, do. they really do. <laughs> they do. Okay, what was the next episode? I was going to ask you guys a question, ladies, a question. So I was listening to this guy on, on Clubhouse yesterday. Wild card. This is what this sounds like. Saturday. No, it goes into our grace and finances, actually. Okay, all right. So it was a pastor. He's a prophet. He was actually really educated. And he was talking about buying property, right? And he was saying how Everybody is so quick to want to buy a house, buy a house, buy a house, buy a house, own land, so on and so forth. But when you buy a house, you buy a house, you get the mortgage from the bank, the bank gives you the money, you have the loan, whatever, so on and so forth, you own the house, right? Mm-hmm. If the bank decides that they want to take the house, they can take the house and they can put you out, whatever, so on and so forth. I needed to get more clarity on that part, which is true, but I, the way he was explaining it, he circled back and said what people should do is buy plots of land which is cheaper and then build a house on it building a house apparently and i'm going to do my research on this but building a house apparently if you have a own own a plot of land and you build a house on it is actually cheaper supposedly i guess it depends on what you do and how you do it um can potentially be cheaper than buying an actual house that's already built and the bank owns the house because the scenario that he gave, gave was if you own the plot of land, but you have a mortgage that you use to build the house, 
if in the event you lose the house, you can't go anywhere because you own the land that the house sits on. So, which is the first time that I actually heard somebody actually break that down. So talking about grace and finances, Dominique just got a house. Not that we're saying anything's gonna happen, but I'm just using that as a as a as a um an example. Um if you could do it differently or were in a position to do it differently, would you rather have bought land and then built the house with that type I... of understanding? Or would you like to go the traditional route and then later on as finances grow, you can do other things? I don't know. I mean, that scenario makes sense to me. I had my heart set on because the single family homes wasn't coming through. I was like, oh, well, maybe God wants us to buy a multifamily home. Mm-hmm. Learned by talking to Mr. Scott that that is a definitely way smarter investment. So then I started looking into that. But, um, I don't know. With this whole process, I really had a greater understanding of exceedingly abundantly above. Like, mm-hmm. despite what the world says is the smart way or like whatever, you know what I mean? Like, God is always going to trump over all that. It's like you asked me earlier about us buying a new car. Like, per the stuff Mr. Scott's been telling us, that probably wasn't the best idea before getting a house. But God made it work out. You know what I mean? It was not us at all or what logic says that you should not or hold off on purchasing a car before mm-hmm. you purchase a- my mom even told me oh you got a new car before you got a house I, the lord's gonna make a way like don't you know like and, look, <laughs> he did. He and did. he did you know what i mean like <laughs> so it's like you know i definitely agree i don't know when you ask but that- i think go ahead i'm sorry no i do think it has to be a balance of wisdom too you know but mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i think it was just part of God's strategic plan for me to see that it's n- if if I was to do all the work, then he wouldn't have got the glory. It would have been, oh, I did. I mean, I feel like regardless just how I am, I would have still, I'd be thirsty to give a testimony. You know what I mean? I would have still give praises to God, but I didn't have to do it. You know what I mean? Like right. <laughs> for this, right. it wasn't me and everybody that I tell about the house, like, oh my God, you got lucky. No. The favorite of the Lord is upon me. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I didn't get lucky at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know? Yeah. I definitely. <laughs> I definitely agree with that because that's what I was going to say. Um, everybody got something to say. The first thing I would have said, well, Lord, what you think? Because I mean, I need your wisdom on this because it might not, he might say something different and it's the total opposite of what that man said. So I'm not saying he right or wrong. I don't know. And when I don't know, I'm like, somebody said such and such. So um, what do you think about that? I literally be having these type of conversations with God. Like, Lord, what do you think about this? Because again, his ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts. And so I'm like, Lord, what's your wisdom? He said, get wisdom. Mm-hmm. so definitely and i'm even like lord where my airpod at i lost it can you help me find it <laughs> holy spirit where's that <laughs> i need help tell me where it is <laughs> you'll find it shoot yes you'll find it <laughs> eventually so she found it i found it. oh amen shoot i'll show you holy spirit where's my keys because <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're gone 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't. Um, there was a situation I just thought about real quick. Um, mm-hmm. so there was a time where I lost my wallet. Maybe this was the beginning of this year. I cannot remember, but I lost my wallet, and I didn't even know I lost my wallet. Didn't even know. I got a call from the police station, and they were like, "You know, is your name such and such? My is your name Charade? You know, whatever." And so I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> what the police calling me what happened so they were like yeah somebody turned in your wallet and i was like i want to go check my purse i'm like i didn't even know my wallet was gone so i was like okay she'd be like you can come you know whatever whatever so i come mind you she tells me that they find it outside well the person who turned it in found it outside so it rained it was wet, you know, whatever was in it, probably any paper or anything was just soggy. So everything was in there. Everything. I don't have social security cards in there or anything, but everything mm. that was in there mm-hmm. was in there when I came to get it. And I was just like, that was God. Okay. That was definitely God. Everything was in there. So yeah, just I thought about that. <laughs> That's definitely God. What does that make that happened to you before? Mm-hmm. Thank God I left it at um, my uncle owns a restaurant out here. I left it at my uncle's restaurant and one of his customers found it. Um, I had left it on top of the trunk of my car while I was trying to put my kids in the car and I drove off. So the customer picked it up and took it inside and my uncle owns the restaurant. So he looked at it and he was like, that's my niece. Wow. That's yeah, cool. and then called my stepmom. And my stepmom called me and was like, your wallet's on its way to the police station. Go pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's been oh. apprehended. It's on its way. Yeah, to I was like, station. oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was stressed. Yeah. Crazy. And dude left his card in there. So I called him and thanked him. Yeah. There's some nice people out here in the world. So There are. It is. it is. But I always try to make sure like I'm one of those nice people. Exactly. If I find somebody's stuff. Laura's still working on a deacon because he's like, oh, this is a come up. No. <laughs> I used to think that back in my teenage days. No, I, I'm like, oh, look at God. He done right. blessed again. No, bro. You know like being in those like Pentecostal churches growing up really put this fear in me that God is really watching you all the time. You know what I mean? Like I think we're so, my mama. I think we're watching segwaying. me we're, we're all changing. the time. We're changing. Yeah. We're changing lenses. You're listening to the plug people living in the grace. Let's reset real quick. This is our season finale episode. Dominique is going in about the Pentecostal experience. Go ahead. No, Dominique. I'm just saying like it was, I was <laughs> leading to when stuff like that happens, I find somebody's purse. I find somebody's wallet. Yeah. Like I'm like, God is watching me. I got to do what's oh, yes. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You know, police the to the police station. Yes, like Jesus. So I do be like I remind my husband like if it was your stuff, right? What would you want? Go with somebody to turn it in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do unto others as you have them do unto you. And I think it's Luke six thirty eight says, "Given it shall be given unto you." And pretty again. much. And again, you know, like what you sow, you, you reap. Re- yeah. yeah. 
Nobody's somebody taking your stuff. Taking your stuff. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna happen the same way as you measure it out, it's gonna be measured back, back to, unto you. Yeah. I'm telling you, life, <laughs> I'd be looking around, I'd be like, yo, when is somebody gonna get their measurement? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm being transparent. I'm being transparent. Let me have my second for a second. Let me just have my second for one second. I'd be like, Lord, what is going on? But then God be like, but you ain't guilt free. And so I'd be like, you're right. You know what I'd be going through? When a deacon do something off, I'm like, Lord, I know we're one. I'm going to let him feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time. So and raggedy. I know better. <laughs> I so know raggedy. better. Just, that's on him. Trying to warn him. He's not listening. <laughs> Wrath comes. Just cloud over his head. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Look, back to, that, back to that whole, let me help you out, God. I want him to feel how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> just let me, let me sting him just a little bit. And then. You got it. Dominique be one of those people that be looking around. Like you can see on the TV show, he be having a cloud of, of rain and storm over his head, and she be standing over here dry looking at him like, hmm. Told you. It's flipping <laughs> to 22 inches. <laughs> he was like, That's a great out. It's going to come over to your side. <laughs> I don't want you. <laughs> oh my God. I just can't, yeah, man. You need to leave the deacon alone. He, he's doing his good he's deacon work out here. He is. Okay, so what's that? Are we done? Was that, was that it? So I'm excited about season four. What is it for? It's December. December. Django's birthday. Django's birthday. How? You are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> How do you remember stuff like that? Um. Apparently, my iPad just went dark because it's nighttime now. The sun just went down. Yeah, and then our last one, our recent one, we have a lot of recent ones. Grace. So and you went to season four to back to the recap, <laughs> right? So I'm going on the recap because I'm gonna edit that part out. So Grace and the takeover. Yes. Yes. Money Mondays. I'm excited about doing money uh, financial Fridays with Mr. Scott again. Real soon, because I'm sure there's some knowledge and wisdom that he got to drop for us. But you know what's crazy? I see people out here that are paying for this stuff. No, they are, for real. My business partner was paying, and then he started tuning in. And he was very annoyed that he had spent money Mm -hmm. getting from us for free. Right. And getting more knowledge from us than he was for his business that's our next project. I'm ready for my testimony for next season to be about these properties we've got to invest in. Come through, come through. Under the LLC. Legacy LLC. Yes. Yes. Legacy LLC. <laughs> I'm excited to see what the plug podcast is going to come through with. Um, yeah. We got, we out here. We got, if you think about it, we got several, well, I have well, I only have one because I dismantled Celebrate Jesus, which is fine because it was time. Um, I'll tell you about that offline. But um, but between all of us, we have several um, LLCs, including the plug. The plug is is official LLC. Entrepreneurs, we should be the head and not the tail. 
Think above, above and, not, and not beneath the lender <laughs> and not one. I'm done with that. I'm ready to lend, Lord. I'm ready to lend, but you got to give it to me first so I can lend it. <laughs> I'm ready to lord over some land right now. Yes. But I'm ex- I'm excited for the next season because it'll be se- it'll be four seasons, and like I said, what I saw. I don't think I shared this online, but what I saw for the plug is not what is happening, which is amazing because it shows that God is definitely still in the midst of everything. His ways are definitely not our ways. And I'm so glad that that's the case because I probably wouldn't have continued after season one. Just saying. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on at the end of season one, at the end of season one. But he knows just who to put strategically to make sure that the vision keeps going forward, even when the leader is like exhausted. Yeah. Right. Because you show me trying to delegate out. Listen, <laughs> I'm about to say you can afford to take this some tasks on, but never mind. Vision. Like, <laughs> yeah, but the vision. Yeah, but the vision. Juniors. Junior. Well, I'm so glad that Sade and Brian did not call themselves co-juniors because that would have been too much. Yes. But if it hadn't been for Dominique to spark the idea for them to come in as a guest co-host on season one, we might not be here right now. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. God is doing big things. It definitely is. Dominique is staying out of, she's staying out of Ross. Who is? Getting Ross every day. Jake, the stuff I got around, I am really getting on the deacon's nerves. The stuff I got every day. I know security thinking something every time I walk in and he speak. And it's none of his business while there. <laughs> you shouldn't be thinking about nothing. Oh, about I ordered goldware, porcelain plates, cups. I got little egg cups, y'all. I didn't even know they made egg cups. That's bougie. Why are you putting your egg in a cup? <laughs> that is unnecessary. Amazon had the audacity to show a picture of this egg in a cup. So I don't know what I'm going to do with them little egg cups. But You're a fool. The plates, the plates and stuff go beautifully with my matte gold wear. Not silverware. Did you get a new table? <laughs> no, um, my husband is going to. Um, is it? It's not reupholster, right? Or is it that? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah he's gonna line. like sand it down. Yeah, repaint it. Like, yeah, give it back. Get it back going. Yeah. Our couch too. I did find our bedroom set. I told y'all about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm gonna send pictures to the group. <laughs> so. Are you hiring movers? No. Mm-mm. I probably should have been extra bougie, but Mm-mm. I won't. Because then that takes away from money that I could be spending. I need to get a jacuzzi. I need to buy a futon. It's like things. I need to buy the TV mounts and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Costco and go crazy. Does it have I've a been jacuzzi? Holding out grocery shopping. Huh? Does it have the jacuzzi hookups and? Yeah, I just need to get one. Oh. Yeah, so. In the bathroom? In the master bathroom? No, I have to get a jacuzzi for outside. So our bedroom leads oh, to the backyard. Okay. the backyard. So we have our own, like, little 
Because our our bathroom doesn't have a tub. It has just the shower. Mm -hmm. But the boys' bathroom has a bathtub. And I really wanted a bathtub just so I could have the opportunity to soak. But I'm like, I could just jacuzzi it up. Don't mind. Yeah. That's nice. I don't like the fact. Why do they do that? I don't know. It's like, I think it's like perpetuating this. Everything is move, move, move. There's no time to relax, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I told you, like, my apartments don't have bathtubs at all. None of them? The kids' bathroom is showers. We have no bathtubs. That's odd. Yeah, that is. It my, is. Mom, my mom was telling me the other day, she was like, she was watching something on TV, and they were saying that they were trying to get rid of the term master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard about that? Ownership. Right, because apparently master refers to slavery. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. But I don't really, she was like, I, she, I don't think like that. I was like, yeah, I don't think about slavery either. I just thought it was like the the big. Right, master. Bath, yeah. Right, you know, bedroom yeah. that. I mean, it like, makes sense. I, I mean, I, I guess. Of it like that. Yeah. And even with it, them calling it an owner's bath, they're like, I work with this client who lived with her mom um, and she was an adult, um, but she, out of respect, gave her mother the master bedroom, mm. you know? So the house, I believe, was in her name, but, you know, she just... Mm-hmm. So even saying like the owner... That's, I think that's pointless. The I room wonder- with the bathroom. <laughs> in the big wonder- house. But big- can't you... But do they not have a spot that you can put a shower, install a shower? I'm sorry, install a bath bathtub? My shower is big enough that we could make it into the kind that's a bath. A dual. Yeah. But I told my husband I didn't want to. Like, we could just, I really want to be able to sit the jets going and like all that. So we might as well just get a jacuzzi. And then I'll off and keep it moving. That's fine. I mean, nice if you can expand. I don't know how your bedroom is, but if you can expand your bathroom to outside and that would be have nice. that jacuzzi inside, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be nice. Expand the room in general. Yeah. Instead nice. of having that back porch or back patio thing. Because you said it leads outside. Does it lead outside from the bathroom? No, from um, my actual room. So the bathroom's on the opposite side. Oh, oh. Yeah. But it could extend. It could push our room. Yeah. This way. You know. Well, that's the the joys of home ownership. You can do that whenever you want to. (laughs) I know. The deacon's already talking about knocking stuff down, doing, I'm like, okay, now. (laughs) Man caving it. Yeah. (laughs) I say you get a little piece of the garage. (laughs) Because no, no. This is, might sound like a stupid question. No basements in California. Mm, not many houses that I've been to. I haven't seen the basement. Okay. Oh, I they did say that we have an attic, and whoever was living there first left some dolls up there. They better come get them dolls before I move it. Let me text the realtor now because them dolls got to go. I don't have time. <laughs> None. None. I was I was thinking about um, basement because of the extra spacing, but then I thought about the the way that California is with quakes and stuff. 
But y'all don't get those in Chico, do y'all? Uh, little ones. It's not. It's yeah, not. I don't, I don't think that would have been smart for them to do a. So they probably don't do basements in California. But I'm excited for you. I'm excited too, y'all. The time is really coming. I'm excited. I definitely, we definitely want to see pictures tomorrow. <laughs> videos. <laughs> we, I think I personally want to be on FaceTime, but you know. <laughs> so then what phone want me to take pictures? <laughs> <laughs> the Deacons. Oh God, Jane. <laughs> Listen, I've been following this experience for like the last two years. Me too. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, well, this is a good season. I, like, a good I liked season. it. I liked the revelation of grace. I really did. Yeah. Definitely. I'm glad that you were able to be on this one, this last episode, this finale episode. Because we were, you know, prepared we knew you had some big things popping so we were just like we're gonna finish the season without D Soares he was like just record without me I'm like this doesn't work like that <laughs> Lord y'all was stressed this morning I was praying all the way to payroll like, I Lord, HR was calling you so HR did call me about my benefits setting them up before it was too late because you know they give you a window of time Yeah. Um, but payroll is who I had to go through to get my verification and even oh. driving there, I was like, God, if I go there, am I making it worse? Or, like, what am I doing? And I just kept walking. And I was like, I need to control my mouth, my <laughs> attitude, my tone, all that, because I need something from this lady. <laughs> like, you know, so it worked out. She didn't even call me and tell me she did it. The lender called me and said, everything's good to go. But it was a mess. So petty. Freaking name change. <sighs> it was a headache. But That happened to somebody at our job one time. Somebody was trying to, you know, verify employment or whatever. And it came to the front office and they were like, who is this? And so we're like looking at the paper and there's not that many of us, you know, looking at the paper in case somebody from the office is listening to this episode. And um, it was like just a verification letter. But we couldn't recognize the name. And then finally, I was like, wait, isn't that so-and-so? And I was like, oh, their married name is X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So we verified it. I want to it was them, but it wasn't a big deal. And we verified, like the office, the main office, you know, verified the employment. Well, it was that simple. We just verified it. Yes, they work here. <laughs> Next. <laughs> we're not fooling with at the hospital. They're like, uh-uh. We know who she is, but that ain't her here. <laughs> what? No. Petty, 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 petty. I was like, ma'am, you have to understand. Legally, my name is Dominique Soares. So I'm not by not working off but your my name, name here. But isn't your name Dominique Silva Soares? Silva is my middle name. I know you changed it. To they were sending name. paperwork that said just Dominic Swatters. My job has me as Dominic L. Silva. Throwback Dominic. Throwback Dominic. <laughs> yes. So they're like, no, we can't. I went up in there with my ID. Ma'am, there's no way I could have gotten this ID if I didn't previously have a social that said this name on it. Shit, I don't know. 
Yes, I took a copy of it. All right, I'm gonna call our attorneys. I'll let you know. Okay, thanks. Please. And I felt like the little tear ducts. <laughs> this is what's holding up the process. I need to move on. Um, let me take it back to throwback Western Branch, Dominique. Yes, Dominique L. My email is dom dsilva at inlo.org. Like, <laughs> my husband's just so angry. Oh my God. What you single at work? Cut <laughs> <laughs> going to a whole ring, wedding ring at work. <laughs> they don't know the difference between what my maiden name and my married name is. The heck? Wow. <laughs> but this has been fun. This is low-key bittersweet for me. It's always bittersweet. <sighs> like, we ain't coming back. We coming back, right. <laughs> we coming back. Y'all, J Joseph A. The Real is just dramatic. <laughs> what am I going to do? I wish y'all could see now? his face. I wish y'all could see his face. <laughs> As he's right. munching. Mm -hmm. You munching all in the camera. My um, normally I'm not even on the eat. Normally it's Brian and Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> they do they do be smashing y'all. <laughs> you be cooking, whipping it. I do. Day. I cooked. I was off today, so I cooked earlier. And I thought the boys had football practice, so I wanted to make sure their food would be done because they've been eating out a lot after practice. Getting out at five thirty to eight practice. Mm -hmm. We stopping somewhere on the way home, and y'all yeah. get a shower and going to bed. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Well, it's about that time. Girl, we're out of time, but we for sure ain't out of faith or grace. So thank y'all for tuning in on another episode of The Plug, People Living Under Grace. Again, like we always do, we're going to leave you with a promise. May, May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, establish you and give you peace in Jesus' name. And always remember, Jesus is the vine and we are the branches.